Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the final episode of the Dual Threat Podcast for this NFL season. Just for this NFL season. Don't scare me. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. It is the final uh, finale, I guess you could say. Well, I'm sure we'll have a couple of draft episodes. We'll have some college basketball episodes, I'm sure. We'll have to have a follow-up to the Super Bowl episode. But this is the final one before the season ends. And so it's a crucial one. This is, you know, we've talked about a lot about people's Super Bowls and team Super Bowls. Scott, this is literally your Super Bowl. Yeah, there's no way, there's no way around it, truly. It is... Um... I for the people listening, I yeah, I will be playing um, about I'll I'll take about as many steps as any of the players on the field on on Sundays. Is basically what's going to happen. I I'll probably give out as many coaching instructions as Shanahan as well. But yeah, it's 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 right up there. It's right up there for me as much as it means to me as much as it means to uh, Kittle and Fred Warner and all those guys. Have you seen on golf when they have like the heart tracker for Rory for um, maybe we could get that for your eye watch. Maybe we'll have a, a heart tracker um, just live posted all the time, seeing what's going on with your heart, seeing how many steps you get, how many miles you get in during the game. Yeah, I get a great workout, which is good because I don't get many of those these days. Um, as a parent. <laughs> so it's a good way to get a great workout. in. to be honest, I think. Emily gets I think Emily's heart rate would be even higher than mine and I think that's a good segue into announcing our guest <laughs> great segue you can introduce her this is your wife why don't you introduce our <laughs> special guest we're going to start out with a guest and then Scott and I are going to cover the Niners and uh I don't even care who the other team is right now. The, the Niners game. I'm not even going to say the other team's name. We're going to cover the Niners game after. But Scooter, why don't you introduce our guest and let's dive into it. Yes. Happy to have a recurring guest on, Emily. She's she's ready. She's geared up. She's been wearing a Niners shirt all day long. We're, we're having her on because she gives an important and very fascinating, interesting perspective of football constantly when she's watching me she's just as good of a fan as me so wow. we have we have questions that's a lot of pressure it is a lot of it is a lot of Don't pressure that. we have we have questions to to hammer you with today but also want to hear your thoughts on the super bowl number one i want to hear inside your brain what you think sunday will actually look like from our perspective like give a yeah. give the listeners a behind the scenes of what goes on yeah, uh, in the guilt yeah. household, the, the Apple Pro Vision of what goes on in the guilt. Right, yeah. right. Well, first of all, hi everyone. Um, it, so it's gonna look like. Well, I think we're probably gonna watch the like pregame. Do they have that in the morning? Oh yeah, yeah. We've been watching pregame all. We week. have literally been watching every media content. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> every interview interview this whole week so we're ready like we it cannot come soon enough so honestly sunday is just going to be a lot of stressing out on scott's part it's going to be a lot of fun for me Mm -hmm. um and we're probably going to get some good food yeah great food great food what's on the docket for the food do you know i think um as of as of nine twelve Mountain Standard Time, I think the docket um, 
Mom McGill has prepared um, Cafe Rio burritos. So, I mean, and queso. So we're going to be, we're going to be going, which I was going to ask, what is your, what is like your top, what's the top tier appetizer, Super Bowl appetizer? Like I can't miss appetizer. Not that she needs to make it. I love the, the cowboy caviar. That is such a fun thing also because it's so hard to make that I never make it. Mm. Um, so but it's so delicious. Um, so probably that. But you know, as far as the watching goes, I I'm hoping that it's not a repeat of 2019 Super Bowl. I'm hoping it's a little bit more fun <laughs> than the 2019 experience on in the Gill household. So mm. I don't know. We're I'm we're trying to have a better headspace going into this. And, you know, I, I pretty much really just came on to say, I told you so to Scott. So I knew that <laughs> 49ers were going to make it to the Super Bowl. She like has been saying that all year. She has been saying that all year. <laughs> Mr. Skeptical over here just kept being like, don't say that. Don't say that. You're going to jinx it. And here we are. So yeah. it was, uh, it's been a fun season and it's actually fun that it's happening. So it's true. Yeah, it's true. She was right all along. I mean, it doesn't usually happen that way, but it, I just had a feeling this year, you know? You had a great feeling. Clearly. Yeah. You, had, you had the right one. I, I Believe me, I wanted to believe no, it more than you, anything. Well, you don't like to get your feelings hurt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> were you, you guys weren't married yet when the last Super Bowl happened, right? We were. No, we our, had just gotten married. Oh, our oh. first year of marriage. Right? Yep. It's our first year of marriage and fun fact. Um, no. Yes. Maybe we weren't. No, we were married. Oh, no, it was the COVID year. It was 2020. 2020. Oh. Yeah, you guys got married in okay, 2019, right? Okay. First year of marriage. That's an intense first year. Ooh. Fun fact. The yeah, it was a little a little testy on the marriage, to be honest. <laughs> wow. Well, you're here today. That's good. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, we made it yeah. through the end. Is, is that just foreshadowing? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. All right. No. All right. Maybe, depending. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, let's get that message out. Save our marriage, 49ers. Please. Yeah. I'll get that into uh, Kyle Shanahan's here. See what he <laughs> has are, to say about that. Their marriage is on the line. <laughs> I'm sure there are on both sides, to be honest. But this one's really, really important. So I'm going to I'm gonna get in Shanahan's here. Okay. Okay. I've got – I see uh, – I see our other other notes, or other questions I've got for you, Hagen. Are we all are we going alternate shot here, or are we just are we just flying through them? I have five trivia questions for Emily. I can throw trivia. them in randomly, or we can go five at a time. Whatever you want to do. Which would you prefer as the guest of honor? Uh, you want sporadic yeah. trivia? Uh, yeah, whatever. Off, yeah. The, off the top. I I just want to say I feel bad for the listeners because this has been a very heavily biased 49ers podcast and. <laughs> There's not a lot what, of Chiefs fandom going on what here. What Chiefs fans are not listening to this? If you're a Chiefs <laughs> fan listening, hit right. us up. Well, if you're annoyed about all this 49er content, sorry. We've no. given the Chiefs their due all <laughs> we, season long. We have talked about the Chiefs. We have picked the Chiefs to go oh, to totally. the Super Bowl all year long. So I think we've been overhyped on the Chiefs. No, yeah. There, okay, there right. are also more than enough Chiefs um podcast content every oh, no, every, yeah. yes all all content is related to the chiefs these days yeah so we're just trying to do our part to actually balance the media discussion yeah. 
there. But that's fair. That's yeah. a fair. No, not, no, not I, often do our, no. Not often do our guests come on here and and throw no, because... shade at us. They're no, not. usually shade. they're usually they're all in yeah. on us. They're they're happy. They're giving us <laughs> they're good content. In. Look at us. She's trying to tear us down right now. Emily, really, why don't we start off with this trivia? We'll get it rolling. Okay. Um, you've repped a Brock Purdy jersey, so I have some Brock Purdy trivia yeah. for you. Uh-oh. Yeah, and I want to give you what I think is a meatball for you to start. Uh-oh. Probably the easiest trivia question. I'm hoping. Okay. I'm really hoping. <laughs> okay. So first trivia question. Let's get you one for one here. Where is Brock Purdy from? You, I would say the city. You probably yeah. know the school, but yeah. what city is he from? Yeah, Gilbert, Arizona, Perry High School, mm. Queen Creek, oh. I think, which is basically Gilbert, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Perry's in Queen Creek, but he's from Gilbert. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. One for one. one. See? There you yeah. go. We're, you're teed I up. I mean, that's. Yeah. That's. Come on. Connection. Yeah. Connection right there. That's that's what Pretty I was. Pretty much next for. door neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, they went to high school together. No, no, we did. High school sweethearts. <laughs> <laughs> went to prom. They went to prom together. Brock, Brock four years younger than. <laughs> yeah don't yeah have you you ever purchased from brock purdy's parents don't they have like a hot tub company or something have you ever purchased a hot tub from brock purdy's parents no but i want to i would love to go buy their their uh their store have you guys talked about the the thing where they when he yeah they put the sign on the door like gone to watch 49ers games they'll they gotta do something a little bit more classy yeah they would like <laughs> write it just like sharpie like yeah. on a notebook paper. like gone fishing you know yeah i think this is good i'm glad i picked brock purdy trivia you're really showing out right now i love this she's flexing on us all right, right. Let's, let's hit let's hit number two before i ask my my question because mine's not a softball at all okay number two and then we're going to scooter okay. who was brock purdy's childhood football idol this is hard this, this is a really hard one. I gave you a meatball to start. This one's a, a, a lot harder. <laughs> you just threw. It's not Steve Young, is it? No. It's not a 49er? No. Ugh. I talked about it once on a broadcast. It was very... I'll tell you opposite coast if that helps you out at all. Yeah. No. I don't know if you've ever heard. No, it doesn't. He, went, so... uh, guy, he, he picked his number because this guy it was also Mitch's. <clears throat> Shout out. All right. I don't know. Okay. What is it? One for two. Dan Marino. Even though Brock Purdy wasn't born when Dan Marino was playing. Brock Purdy's dad loved Dan Marino, and so Brock Purdy loved Dan Marino. Honestly, I would have never gotten that. So right. sorry to disappoint. It's okay. It's okay. But you no, know I knew what? that's a, I knew that was a harder one. I've got a couple of hard yeah. ones in here, not all softballs. Okay. All right. Let's keep rolling. Let's okay, keep, yeah, keep going. Let's keep, keep rolling. Going. These are good. These going. are good. Okay, number three. Brock Purdy received many calls on day three of draft night. Most of these were about him being a free agent. Who was the team that most people believed he would have signed with if he ended up as a free agent? Woo! I don't even know this. Scott doesn't know it, so. That's hard. Woof. Was it the Patriots? No, 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 no. That's who I wanted him to go with. I know. This is just exposing us as we don't even, there's there's no reason for us to be a. Is there a question in there about where he played college um yeah kind of the first one was kind of like a mixed bag i could say that yeah. um he's a cyclone 
Um, yeah, also, I, I don't know either. I would, I don't know. NFC or AFC? Give us NFC. A... Just throw both of you can throw out a throw hey, out a random guess. Good job. We got enough. Who did you say? Packers. Ooh, that's a good guess. It's not the Packers. Okay. Was it the Bears? Being no. right. Dang. You guys are hitting right on the target. The Minnesota Vikings were oh. we were in the NFC board. Yep. Dang. Dang. He had had he had had talks and he had um had talks with the Vikings and they were potentially talking about moving it and you know having that marriage and yeah you know it didn't happen. So, <laughs> there we go. Honestly, the amount of Brock Pretty content I've consumed over the past year and a half. Yeah, I can't believe I haven't stumbled upon that. So hey, shout yeah. out to you for doing the the, the deep, deep dive. Yeah, you're in the deepest part of the ocean right now. I went to the deep, dark places of the internet for this. Yeah. <laughs> Rock pretty info. Okay. Let's just finish yeah. out the trivia. I've got yeah. two more. Yeah, these, ones, these ones, Emily, you're going to knock out of okay. the park. All right. Okay. <laughs> Is this Scott and Emily trivia now or what? Because <laughs> well, Let's start with Emily, but then if Scott knows, he can help okay. you out here. So question four, you're, you're one of three here. We're looking to end three of five. Brock Purdy has a lookalike on social media now. What okay. is her name and where is she from? Okay. Yeah, you show me the chick, and I'm bad with the names, so I'm gonna be honest. I don't know the name, but I know she's like in high school, right? Yeah. She's, like, she's super young, and truthfully, <laughs> she doesn't think you look. I like don't her. think that she looks like her. Okay. I really don't. But I she's... thought it was funny that at least Brock knows about the meme, it. and that's what's funny to me. Is yeah. he like? Yeah, that clip about his brother like mentioning it after. Yeah, yeah. He says her name. He says her name. Shoot. Do you know what sport she plays? I'll give you a. I'll give you a point if you know what sport she plays or where she's from. Okay. Well, the first thing that came to mind was soccer. So I don't know. Soccer? No. Utah. She's from Utah. Wow. Her name is Anna Frey. She's actually like one of the better tennis players in America in her age group. That's so funny. I think, is she from West Jordan, Scooter? Do you remember? I don't know. That's so funny. Somewhere in the Salt Lake Valley. I don't even know how that came about or like how it escalated (laughs) to the point. How they, yeah, how they found it and it just kind of blew up, but. I still like the other two doppelgangers more that he gets. You know the other one? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, oh. Why are you grilling me Ravens so much? Coach. <laughs> what is this? You got the Ravens coach. Plus, um, he got. Did you see what he I'm got? Now, I'm now. You just introduced me. Like I know all this stuff about football, and now I'm like <laughs> I'm pooping. No, you do. these are hard questions. These are, these are, <laughs> yeah, give me something else that I can look better answering. Brock so. Purdy's number. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll do two That's more a good questions. One, though. Yeah, no, that that one. Good. That question's void. No, okay. That, I like that. What's Brock Purdy's number? Okay, next. Okay, two of four, two of four. Okay, we're good. So last question. Next question. Last question. If it is late in the fourth quarter, is Brock Purdy prepared to disappoint Taylor? Yes. She just quoted. Three of five. That's a passing grade in my book. Yeah. Yeah. And he said yes. Yes. Which, do you know what? I I looked at all the comments because I feel like that video was trending a lot online i cannot believe there are so many people that were like the disrespect against taylor and i'm like okay which which quarterback wouldn't say that truthfully i mean they want to win the super bowl i'm sorry 
Yeah, he should have bowed yeah. down to Mother Taylor. I don't know any other answer that you can people. have. I don't know how that's like disrespectful, but maybe Taylor, if Taylor gave him all of his wealth. He would say no, but like, yeah, yeah. right, right, right. Brock's Brock's response. Oh, that's your that's that's your bonus question. Who who was Brock's first sponsor? First. Yeah. Well, who was well, well? No, I just know was... that they just. I mean, Toyota just signed a deal with him, which there you go. There you go. I thought was a the the commercial was kind of bland. I thought mm. that they could have gone a little bit more like <laughs> interesting with it, like for Toyota to never have done an NFL like sponsorship before or anything with any players. It was a little bit dry. So I don't know. I was expecting it's a little like bit a more. Um, it's like a you camera. Know? You could yeah, say, got yeah. the job done. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, there's a little bit more fun. There you go. Commercials in the future with him. We'll that I'd love it. to see them. I'd love to see them. So that was good. That was good trivia, Hag. Yeah, Not thanks, Hagen. Hard questions. You did really good. We need you to do the next trivia I mean, I night. Feel like, I feel like where he played um, college was is actually a hard question. So. I'm surprised I didn't get that one. But do you want to tell them? No, I, I I think everyone knows. So if it's a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hard for me. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> all that all that matters is you went three of five. You passed in my hey, book. You're getting yeah. an A. If I was a professor, you get an A if you pass. That's all that matters okay. to me. So there you go. Okay. Yes. I have three rapid fire questions okay. to finish this off. Number one, we obviously know who we want to win, but what needs to happen for both of these teams to actually get the job done? For the 49ers, first off, I want to hear what you think they need to do to win, most importantly. Yeah. Also, what needs to happen on the Chiefs' side? Yeah, I definitely think I'm a little bit – I've been thinking about this because I'm a little bit nervous about the Chiefs, which is when you like put the roster side by side, it's like, wow, the 49ers have it it going for them. I think that there's like, they're stacked on the 49ers side, but I think that like the chiefs are just so scrappy and they just somehow Patrick Mahomes always squeaks it out. And so he, he makes me nervous, but they keep talking about how the defense is so dominant. And I think that that's what is worrisome is how, how, well they do and so I think Brock Purdy just needs to figure out how to like scramble a little bit more or the line needs to figure out how to give him more time to make plays because I think if not then he's not gonna have enough time to do that so if their defense actually becomes super dominant then I think it's gonna be a little bit more of a struggle mm. so kind of like what happened in the last Super Bowl where Jimmy yeah just couldn't get a game. yeah and I would say like I was definitely a lot more nervous for Jimmy G. And the fact that Jimmy G was actually able to do as well as he did against the Chiefs gives me a lot of hope because I have a lot more confidence in Purdy to get mm. to make plays and scramble and he's a lot more quick on his feet. So I I definitely think that if Jimmy G was able to get the 49ers into a position uh to win, then I think that the 49ers should have no problem. Yeah. But and then honestly, like the 49ers just really have to to shut down Travis Kelsey, which I think is fairly easy. I think what's (laughs) (laughs) because it's one guy. Yeah. Just saying, like the 49ers have so many 
so many options that like, even if they shut one person down, like they shut Debo down or something like that, it's like, oh, okay, well, we'll just throw, throw it. Yeah. Throw it to Ayuk or throw it to, to, to Kittle or something like that. And so I think that's what's so fun about the 49ers is there, there are so many options that even if they double team someone, I think Brock is quick enough to just like make decisions and like change the plan and make plays and there are guys on the team to receive that. And so I don't know. I think, I think that's where I, the chiefs have the holes is like, I really do think it's like shut down Kelsey Kelsey, and who's their other guy. That's Rashid Rice. uh, Rice. Kadarius yep. Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Tony. He's like really Rice and Travis Kelsey are pretty much like the only guys that do a whole Good lot. Shot, okay. You're right. You're right. So I don't know. That's kind of where my my mind is. No, I, I don't know if you. I need the listeners to know that was that was all literally all from the heart of family. I I, I did not. There was there's no there's no writing around anywhere. That was just put her no on a spark TV notes. Show. No spark no notes. notes. Um, That's just a, a me watching the season. Honestly, like I've I've been so tuned in to every every game this this year. I feel like really what changed because I've been watching games with Scott for uh really ever since we've we got married and I was less interested in the games when um when Garoppolo was playing as a quarterback to be honest Stalking, I that's, really it's been not, the opposite for every female I really did not <laughs> care too much about him but for whatever reason ever since pretty came on the scene I think the story really just like hooked me in like his story and his origin all of that and just how humble he is really just like got my attention. And I think I've just been so all in on Purdy that I've just wanted to see him succeed. And so I've gotten so into it this year, That's which true. has been really fun. It's true. But I feel like the team is now feels like a lot more complete and it really hasn't up until Purdy stepped in is my, yeah. my thought. No, you're, you're I, a thousand percent right in my eyes. Um, Okay, I need to know the the listeners need to know: Are there going to be more touchdown scores in this game, or Taylor Swift appearances on the screen? Ooh, I have a question. Does this include after yeah. the game? Ooh. Just game, just game time. It no pregame. It kind of depends on like who wins though, because if the Chiefs win, then obviously Taylor Swift is going to have a lot of appearance well, after. Right? Well, I know. I just need to know more touchdowns or more. You you've been okay, on, but are we on the record as saying? Wait, Super but, Bowl, not always the best game. Sometimes boring. Yeah, true. That's what I say. I I usually say that Super Bowls are low scoring, and it always shocks me that they're a little bit more low scoring. And you know what? I don't have the stats on that, so you know. I'm not gonna. Don't. I'm not gonna remind you of last year or the year before. Don't pull up stats on that. Just look at like the 2017 Super Bowl. You're go- yeah. You're golden. Yeah. 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 2019. Yeah, yeah. 2019. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's Other what it was. That, you know. 2017 um, was a different year. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think that there might be a lot more field goals than touchdowns. Don't you don't that. think? Don't say that. Well, I, oh, I it's just I don't want to hear that. No, no, I know, but I think maybe because the defense is so good on both sides. I think there's gonna be some huge power like plays, maybe some big showy plays here and there, but I think there might be more. 
field goals, I hope. Okay, so you're hammering. hammering no, I'm going to say, yeah, well, do we know she's going to show up? It basically, this basically we, comes. Is that even like, oh, yeah, do we, we know. know? Well, no, no, is it like. She's going to be there. She's going to be there. No, do we. He has like 17 hours to fly from Tokyo to yeah, she'll Las be Vegas. There. She'll be there. I uh, think that nobody's like confirmed that, to be honest. she's She can get there by noon. I'm Here's confirming it right now. She's going to be there. Confirming Hagen. I have the report. I have the report. Okay. There, here's All the right. thing. is they, It basically comes down to is will Travis Kelsey have more catches or will there be – because they show her on every catch. Yeah, so, that's true. So, it's really more catches, you're right, than like touchdowns. Yeah. Well, they – okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, I didn't really answer that. So I'm going to say <laughs> – I'm gonna say Taylor Swift. Okay, then. Okay. That means. <laughs> I mean, that means Taylor. That means Travis Kelsey's gonna be living in the uh, the the 49ers secondary. Which is not a good, not a good sign. But yeah, you still have. Yeah. I what, want. What do you think? I mean, what do you guys think? I don't know. Is this only for me? Taylor Swift. Okay. Yeah, do you I, think I, Taylor Swift. I, I, so yeah. I, I mean, they. I, we'll talk about what we think final score will be later, but I I, I okay. think it'll be um. I, I think kind of similar to you. I, I hope it's a, a, a high scoring game, but I, I could see it also being kind of a defensive struggle. Um, last question. You ready? Yeah. Unless Hagen, you have any others? These weren't really rapid, but that's okay. They're never rapid. Okay. This that's always just a nothing we've ever done on this show. <laughs> My fault largely is is never rapid. Okay. Um Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl MVP. Who your, gonna... Who's gonna be your Super Bowl MVP? That means Basically, uh, whoever you take, who a hundred percent Brock Purdy. Okay, one hundred percent Brock Purdy. Okay, All it right. just has to be. Do you know what? Can I pull? Can I read this yes. tweet? Yes, you can. Because I, it's a, this is a tweet that I saw this week, and I'm sure other people have seen it as well. But I just loved it. Okay. So it says, "This is a fun Super Bowl featuring a QB who led the NFL in passer rating, yards per attempt, yards per completion, touchdown rate, and adjusted net yards per attempt, and another QB who is Patrick Mahomes. So <laughs> that's a mic drop to me. Uh, uh, it is. I mean, it is. Can't wait to watch. I know what else needs to be said. I know. I, it's true. I mean, th- they had, there were all the sound clips before the playoffs started that there were seven great QBs in this divisional round and Brock Purdy. And yeah, he's the one who's here. He's the one who's led in every statistical category. I so I personally, if I was going to bet on a Niner, I'd bet on Christian McCaffrey just because his odds are lower. Um, oh, but, they're like, yeah, it's better value. But you know what? Brock oh. Purdy is the favorite on the 49ers. So okay. you're basically saying that you think the 49ers will win. Yeah. I mean, it's always, always when's the last time? Yeah. When's the last time it wasn't a quarterback? It's Cup always, two years ago. No, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know before that? I can tell you before yeah. that, too. It, it's before not, I was Julian Edelman, right? Julian it's Edelman, 2019. Yeah. <laughs> it's not common, right? No. It's not. No. Okay. So I'm looking at the list of like the last. Uh, 20 and and I would probably say like eight of them are non quarterbacks, so you're statistically more likely. Okay, to, you're right. To, okay, to pick a quarterback. Sorry, I forgot I'm in the presence of like statistic heavy. Mm. Well, this is a statistics heavy, heavy podcast. podcast. Don't say anything unless it so... has at least seven statistics to yeah. back it up. Yeah, perfect. And they're rough <laughs> statistics, we don't ever throw out real ones, we just throw out uh, roughly you know this statistic. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right, so okay. Brock Purdy, and the score is? 
I I've been thinking about this. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be low, which is not what a lot of people are saying. I think no, I think it's gonna 47 be forty seven. Well, that's the combined. Oh, points. the combined. So it'd be yeah. Okay, yeah, you said total. Uh, yeah, I was gonna go like seventeen thirteen. Oh, yeah, I know, I know, ugly, I know. That's <laughs> Hagen's face is yucky. I think, <laughs> I know, I don't love it. That's just going to be my guess. And I don't think it's a good one. Oh. But that's just what I'm throwing out right now. This is what I feel right now. For which which team? Which team? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So I'd like to be optimistic here. I think yep. it's more fun that way. Yep. I mean, why not go all in on your team if they've made it this far? And we can have heartbreak if it comes to that. And if it does, don't call, don't text, you know, don't, don't talk to us. <laughs> you're not, you're not, we can handle it. Just yeah. don't call us. Don't, don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. No, we can handle it. Fine though. Yeah. We're, we're totally handling it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'd like to just be like way too optimistic in order mm-hmm. to just have fun with it and yeah. be let down. Maybe Violently. hard. Yeah. Maybe a little bit hard, but yeah. you know, jo- joy in the journey. It's what I what I what I've liked to say during this season. It's been really that's fun. That's true. It you has know. been happy to have you along for the ride. Happy to yeah, a lot of stress for... too. I'm not gonna lie, but yes, here we are always. Okay, so this is my question for you guys. What's the worst like mm. w- way to lose? Do you think for this Super Bowl? Like, if they were to lose, what do you if... think it would be like the worst possible <clears throat> way for that to happen? I have I my would... thoughts. I I would say if the 49ers were up and um, some really no name backup wide receiver for the Chiefs made a catch on his helmet and then um, the Chiefs scored, that would probably be like the worst thing I could imagine. Like David, not like you've seen it before or anything. (laughs) Yeah, no, I've never seen that. Yeah, no, I would say if it was similar to, um, I mean, Kyle Shanahan's been a victim of 28 to three. I don't want him to have anything like that happen again. Um, so it, I just, what does that mean? 28 to three. What do you say? The, the, the Falcons were up 28 to three in the 2017 Super Bowl, okay. 2016 Super Bowl. Okay. Shanahan was coordinator. Gotcha. Tom Brady came back. Okay. Well, that's that happened Tom Brady, to- but you're okay. If that happened again to Kyle Shannon, I myself. Do you think he would just, retire? I find it. Yeah, I just want to give him. A <laughs> yeah, hug. that would be I really just, sad. I just. Yeah, that would be really sad. So yeah, that's. Now that the vibes are up. Okay. Well, <laughs> so my thought was like, if it all comes down to like special teams, like a field goal, a miss field goal, yeah. I think that's truly like the most, yeah. the hardest thing to watch for me. It's yeah, like Jake Moody missing. You just yeah, like you just you work so hard all game and you get to a position to like win it or, or something and then it because we we watched games like that this year where it was just like the Browns yeah the Browns game that was really heartbreaking to watch and it was really aggravating and also I mean you can't fault him it's a lot of pressure on the kickers but that's why I would just hate for it to like come down to special teams you know yeah yeah like I just wanted them to win it on the field with the whole team not like okay let's let's just see what our kicker can do what our the better kicker. yeah what our, who has the better kicker for sure yeah I would yeah right don't let it yeah, you're right. You, no, you, I think you, everyone had great answers. No, I'm I, just saying, like. Well, now that you're reminding me about oh. the 49ers kicker, I'm 
contemplating. Okay, so that's a new stress added. Well, it's just basically 28 to three where they come back, the Chiefs take the lead. We have a field goal to win and Jake Moody misses it. That's that's now my new nightmare fuel for three. three Well, I hope it doesn't come down to that. I just think it's an interesting, interesting thought. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Now, how much do I understand with you, Bill? Uh, well, all right. Is that it? It was great having you on with us, Emily. Yeah. That was really fun. Yeah, that was an electric, electric interview. We appreciate your. Well, anytime I have to talk about the 49ers, you know, all day today, I wore my 49ers shirt at work and like every guy was coming up to me talking about it. And I pretty much had 49er chats all day long and converted a lot of people over to team 49ers and to Brock Purdy. So. You know, put good, me on a put me on a commercial or something. I a good one to have uh, in our camp. We're glad you're in our camp. Yeah, go go Niners. There we go. Thanks, okay. guys. Yeah, go Niners. Of course, of course. Appreciate it. Yep. We'll see you soon. <laughs> yes. See you upstairs <laughs> yeah, yeah, in yeah. twenty minutes. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, basically. Yeah. All righty, Hag. Well, was that okay? We're not, we're not, we're still recording. We're still live. We're still live. We're happy. That was okay, okay. though. I loved it. Okay. Am I okay? Yep. You're great. Just behind the scenes. You know, I'm nervous. You did great. Um, Scooter, I was looking up Super Bowl MVPs. Now that we're already on, on a little bit of a sad note, Tom Brady was the Super Bowl MVP of that first uh, MVP or of that first Super Bowl. And he passed for 151 yards. That's absolutely outrageous. You said 151 yards? I'm pretty sure. Let me go back to the to the theme. Because <clears throat> I was looking at him and everyone was like, Cooper Cup, 140 yards receiving, two touchdowns. <laughs> Uh, Kurt Warner, 411 yards passing, just two, 414 yards passing two years before. Tom Brady, 145 yards passing, one touchdown, which was the game-winning touchdown, but still yeah. pretty crazy. So I went back and rewatched um, a few a few Super Bowls, just like the last 15. <laughs> In the last couple of days, not not too many. But yeah, watch condensed highlights on YouTube. Um, what was your favorite moment from the last Egan, 15? It, the football wasn't even the same 15 years ago. It looks nothing alike. I was truly, no. truly baffled. I mean, you as a Patriots fan, you probably go back and watch. The, about the furthest I go back is is 2012 um, to the 49ers Ravens Super Bowl. But going back and watching... You probably go back a lot with the Patriots Super Bowls to, to revisit some of those. But like going back, I went all the way back to I think the Cardinals uh Steelers Super Bowl. That Super Bowl was truly nuts. And just watching our boy Big Ben, like, why did every quarterback backpedal the same way like they were about to fall over? I and don't every know. <laughs> like Kurt Warner did it. It's truly like a, a comedy skit how they're like doing a drop back like they're Warren like, moon drop back even funnier than everybody have you ever yeah. seen Warren moon 
Yes, his oh. is his is crazy, but like Warner did it, Roethlisberger did it, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning looked like he needed like an assisted, I don't know, like something to like help stabilize him because he was he's outrageous. Obviously, he was dropping back, but um, that's a tough question. Honestly, I forgot about the uh, the the Larry Fitzgerald like eighty yard catch and run in that Cardinal Super Bowl. That that was crazy. Just ripped, ripped. Um, Cardinals fans hearts out that Santonio Holmes drive right after, but um, I don't know. I, I still think my favorite Super Bowl memory might, might be the look on Richard Sherman's face when Malcolm Butler intercepts that ball on the, the Seahawks uh, Patriots Super Bowl. When Russell Wilson uh, audibled out of a run and yes. uh, I don't and, even, and, and, and who was the guy he threw it to? It had to have been Doug Baldwin or Jermaine Curse. No, because there I remember this play because I had to watch it on after my mission, and Doug Baldwin oh, yeah. and uh, Curse were up at the top of the screen. Marshawn Lynch went out to the top of the screen in a route, and who oh, was the guy at right. the bottom? Blake Lockett. I don't know who that was. Eighty-three on the Seahawks. Lockett. No, he wasn't around. It, it might have. There was a. There was a. There was another locket that wasn't Tyler Lockett on the Seahawks. So maybe this other locket, because <clears throat> that uh, name Ricardo, rings a bell. Ricardo Lockett. Ricardo Lockett. Hmm. So, wow. Anyway, that was that was a crazy moment. Obviously, um, that was just like in my peak hating days when the Forty ers dynasty was over and. I just needed the Seahawks to lose. So that one was obviously, I mean, that's probably what what most people would say. Um, But to me, it's the Edelman catch. I think the Santonio Holmes is like the first one that I truly remember as being like a spectacular Super Bowl moment that like I remember that I watched live and I was like, oh my goodness, did he really make that catch? But then the Edelman for me is how did he make that catch? I still have no idea. Like even watching it back, I have no idea how he made that catch and got his hand underneath the ball and how no. Brady underthrew him by like five yards and still yeah. the pass was completed. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I had like wiped the, the Steelers Packers um, Super Bowl as well for my memory, for whatever reason, um, Greg Jennings was just an absolute maniac in that game. Also, the injuries, like there were a couple Super Bowls I watched. They had they showed like ten guys leaving the field before after. It was <laughs> crazy. I was just like it was just murderers, bro. Also, they've never called a pass interference. I truly can't believe how much football has changed. Even from like we talk about like uh like 30, 20, 30 years ago being a different era. It's it's we're in a vastly different era now in twenty twenty four. I can't believe it. I, I think you're kind of proving, to me at least, why Tom Brady's greatness over like multiple generations was so incredible. Uh, so thank you for doing that. I really appreciate that. <laughs> that was my that was definitely my my goal was to do that for sure. I I couldn't thank you more. Um can you name the last two non-offensive players to win Super Bowl MVP? Von Miller for sure. Yep. Um, 
in that Broncos Super Bowl. I didn't realize how big of a I I didn't I hadn't watched that one again because I I was gone for that one as well. But Von Miller was was truly like the dominant. Uh, yes, like that. Never seen a a pass rusher like him before. I had never Um, seen a better pass rushing game in my life than that. Personally, it had to. Was it not James Harrison? Nope. James Harrison, I don't think ever won one. I'm looking at it. He never won didn't one. win it in that. I mean, he had the 99 yard interception return for touchdown too. He didn't win it. That was Heinz Ward. I think won that one. Oh yeah, you're probably... <clears throat> no. That was the Heinz Ward versus Seahawks one. Oh, so so it was Santonio Holmes. The Santonio Holmes catch was that one. Yeah. Did Big Ben ever win it? No, Big Ben never won it. <laughs> Bummer for our guy. We gotta let's let's look back in history at that. <laughs> yeah, Big Ben uh, on the podium after Super Bowl win. Just you could have showed me a picture of him. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been able to tell you if it was like the lead singer of like Bowling for Soup or <laughs> he looked hilarious on the podium after the game. Oh, um, Big Ben. Okay, so it's not James Harrison. I'm trying to think. I can give what? you the last three. So there's one in the middle. So Von Miller um, for the Broncos Super Bowl. The the next one, the one I want you to guess. And then the one before that was clear back in 2000. And that was Ray Lewis. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so it had to be. Was it before the Cardinals Steelers Super Bowl or no? After. After. Okay. So. I thought this one would affect you the most. I mean, it wasn't Ray Lewis again. Nope. It wasn't, Ed, it wasn't somebody in the oh. Ravens, right? Was it Terrell Suggs? God, well, I don't know why I thought that. I didn't. I kind of forgot the oh. 49ers lost that game. Yeah. It, it's it's the next Super Bowl after that, though. Oh. Um, Big name. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's KJ Wright. Nope. But you're oh, on it's, the right it's, team. It's It's, shoot, who's the Malcolm Smith? Malcolm Smith. Yes, the Seahawks the, the, he did nothing besides that game. Yes. And he had an interception return for a touchdown. So I guess that's why he won it. But yeah, I mean, the MVP of that game should have just been just give it to the Legion of Boom, I guess. Yeah. Give it, give it to the whole defense. <clears throat> Pretty wild. Hmm. That's some good trivia again, Hag. We're killing with the Super Bowl trivia tonight. We're, and we're all. We're on. If you're not listening and you're not getting this trivia, you're missing out. That's all I have to say. Uh, yeah, it was it was really fun, honestly, to go back through just the Super Bowl archives. You you forget, like, just I mean, because yeah, sometimes the game isn't up to par, but st- still, like the the memories associated with it and just like the fanfare. I don't know. It's just it's just so fun to go back and revisit. I just hope you didn't watch the 2017 one because no one should ever have to watch that again. Yeah, I did. I did. And the only thing that stuck out was I'm assuming you mean the 2019 one, right? Uh, yeah, 20. Rob, I keep getting 2017 and 2019 mixed up. Yeah, 2019. Which were completely different games. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Rob Gronkowski caught like a 30 yard pass right at the end of the game. And other than that, there was not a single highlight. It was just a 15 second bet, 15 second video. <laughs> for the whole <laughs> oh of course of course it would be <clears throat> so scooter let's let's dive into this game 
I I want to kind of play the part of the Chiefs uh, fan here tonight, and I want to let you play the part of the 49ers fan. This is literally your Super Bowl. We're here running it. I kind of want to give you my keys to the game for both sides. I want to hear your side, and then I, I also want to fight for the Chiefs as well anytime we can. Um, Shanahan versus Reed, I have a quick question before I dive into the keys of the game. Are these the two best offensive minds in the game? Question mark? Yeah. I mean, you, you can throw Sean McVay in there, too. Um, obviously, is played a huge role um, in the NFL and the development of offense recently. But it's pretty it's pretty much almost undisputed at this point. These two are. OK, OK. Glad we glad we're on the same page there. So I mean, my... and and Matt Patricia, of course. Well, yeah, we all knew that. <laughs> top, I top thought you just meant other best offensive minds other than than Matt Patricia. Yes, that was implied. So we're all good there. Um, my keys to the game, Scooter, for the Chiefs. I'll start with the Chiefs. I think they need to stop the run and um, pressured Brock Purdy to throw the ball. I think if if the Chiefs can slow down the run, slow down Christian McCaffrey and, you know, Debo or Ayuk or whoever they're handing it off to, if they can slow down the run and force Brock Purdy to make some big plays, I think they have a shot there. Um, they need to have receivers make catches. I don't know if that's really usually crucial in, in offense, but yeah, you need to have receivers make catches. You need some sort of Patrick Mahomes magic. Don't know if that's ever happened. And you need Taylor Swift to cheer big. Those are my four keys to the game for the Chiefs. And, and my four keys to the game for the Niners is establish the run, defense to make plays, uh, I've heard a lot this week about how the defense has been kind of called out, uh, you know, to step it up this week. Uh, Chase Young might not even play. I don't know yet. I haven't heard. You're kind of our insider. But defense needs to make plays. Brock Purdy needs to play consistently. And don't settle for field goals. You, I think you have to score, especially against... I, I, I kind of think this Super Bowl is flipped from the 2020 Super Bowl when... The Chiefs had this super dominant offense and the Niners were, I felt like a better defensive team at the time. They were more stacked. Uh, they were able to hold a lot of teams better where now it's kind of flipped. The, the 49ers are kind of like the offensive juggernaut and the Chiefs are kind of relying on their defense to get to this spot. So you can't settle for field goals in, in that position, in my opinion. Um. Yeah. You, uh, you originally have, well, you have here on the notes do settle for field goals, and I was willing to fight for the death on that. <laughs> if I see us settling for field goals, I'm going to be melting down in real time. Uh, uh, no, just... you've got Jake Moody. Don't settle for field goals. Yeah, yeah. At this point, like I, we've seen it time and time again with the Chiefs. You don't beat them playing not to lose. You have to beat them by just putting your foot on the gas, even if you're in control of the game. Um, I don't know if we're going to go back and talk about the Lions uh, 49ers game, but I, I really didn't fault them for what they tried to do. It's what got them to where they were. Um, they It wasn't necessarily the wrong play call. It was just poor execution and, and really drops that hurt them more than anything. So it's at the end of the day, you win or lose a game a lot of times with your mindset and how you approach the game. So, um, I'm right. I'm right there with you. I also had have notes below 
um, echoing your point that the, the rosters are completely flipped. It is, it is really last year. It was the chiefs are the ones with the explosive offense, um, kind of an average deep defense that they had. And then they had come in on two gigantic come from behind wins. They had to, to come back versus the Texans as well as versus the Titans and back to get back games, which is exactly what the 49ers have had to do. And the chiefs, um, this time around, they're the ones with the vaunted defense like the 49ers had. And then a, they had a dynamic rookie, rookie wide receiver um, in Rasheed Rice, kind of like what the 49ers had with Debo back then, as well as relying pretty much entirely upon a running back um, in their lead up to the Super Bowl. They've relied heavy upon Pacheco, just like the 49ers did on um, Raheem Mostert back then. So it's crazy the parallel, like it is an alternate reality honestly with with what these two teams are coming in with very wild if you would have asked me this three years ago or four years ago whenever it was if that would ever be the case that a Patrick Mahomes led offense would not be the the talk about which team was a better offense I would tell you you're wrong but look at where yeah. we're at this is a good maybe a good sign for you maybe the offense wins here maybe defense doesn't win championships maybe offense does well, I've been uh, defense has been trying to win championships for me for a long time now, and that hasn't ever happened. So yeah, I'm much I'm much happier having <laughs> the better offense. <laughs> so anyway, I, I it, it, and that's up for debate still because at the end of the day, the, there's no debate about who the better quarterback is. Um, say what you want about Brock Purdy and what his stats are. It, at the end of the day, it's, it's the Chiefs, it's not like they've had their offensive woes, but they're still a, a great offense when they need to be. For sure. Uh, great. I love it. What What are some of your keys to the game for the 49ers? What, what are you wanting to say? This is your Super Bowl. You get to say whatever you want. You get to take whatever time you want to just well, talk about I, things. I'm not going to – I'm trying to try to – Taking a, a an unbiased approach, I'm gonna end up taking probably a biased approach, but I'm gonna try to take an unbiased approach. I just wanted to. I, I've been doing a lot of research. Clearly, I just wanted to share some stats. I think that were that would be interesting for the listeners. Maybe you haven't seen anywhere else on amidst media coverage, but there's both teams have eight players or more um, returning from the last Super Bowl, which I thought was fascinating. When I thought back to the Chiefs. All I could really name was was three. I, I could remember Mahomes, Kelsey, and Chris Jones. Um, they had they had Michael Hardman. They had um, Blake Bell. I think a backup tight end. And they also Butker. have yeah Butker and Townsend, special teams players. And they also have Nick Allegretti, um, who hasn't been starting for them all year, but now will be starting because Joe Tooney is is hurt. Um, so that's interesting to know. And the Niners, I think a lot of people know the Niners core. It's, it's a lot of the same core guys, just with you add <laughs> McCaffrey and you add Ayuk, but they had, they had all of their main skill guys with Kittle, both the, um, Debo and, and use check. Um, and you have a lot of the defense still there with Bosa Warner, Green, Greenlaw and Armstead. So there are more players returning in that, um, facet than I realized. Um, I also have should I should I start with should we bounce back and forth or should I start with the other uh the Chiefs based stats and then the 49ers based stats? Let's hear it. let's hear the stats for both sides. If you're coming in a little bit unbiased, I I would love to hear both sides. 
tell me to bounce back and forth. Okay. Team, the team with the worst record in the Super Bowl, meaning they came in and they had less wins than the other team, they have gone 15 and one against the spread. Um, and this is significant because the 49ers are favored by one and a half points. So to cover the spread, they have to win, basically. So that's a not good stat. Um, just straight up as a 49ers fan, I saw that. I'm trying to objectively look at that and look away. 24 but to it, 23, and the spread would be covered. There you go. There you go. It's true. Um, and they would win. You're right. And the under so would that's hit. The, that's the only way for, for, for that to possibly happen. But I don't – it's truly crazy how that stat exists. Like in the last – 17 years or whatever like how has that happened that the team with the worst record is that good covering the spread i don't get it um moving on the 49ers they have the number one zone running offense in the nfl um that scheme is what kind of kyle shannon's obviously been known for for the past um five to ten years um and what offenses have become the chiefs against that Run, zone run scheme are 31st in the NFL, um, which is predominantly what the 49ers run. So that's a good, I mean, Chuck, that it's one to one in terms of stats for each teams. Wow. Um, the Chiefs are the best pass block team according to win rate in ESPN. What? Fight their tackles racking up the most holding penalties in the NFL. That's which is shocking. True. Yes, best pass pass blocking team according to ESPN's win rate stat. In just um, the playoffs or all year? Regular season. That has a lot to do with, I think, the interior of their line. Um, and their tackles are good. They just they hold a lot, um, which this officiating crew, I'm going to get ahead of it. This officiating crew doesn't hold, doesn't call holds, and that's going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem because it was a problem last time, and Nick Bosa is still getting hold even five, still getting held even five years later. So, um, but yeah, that, that one jumped out at me because when I truthfully when I watch the Chiefs, I don't know if it's a Patrick Mahomes thing that he's scrambling more than he needs to, but yeah, it doesn't always seem like they have the stoutest offensive line. That's uh, um, from my watching, I would have never guessed they were even like top ten to be honest. Yeah, just because Mahomes no is always out of the pocket. Yep, it's true, and and there's a, there's a lot of different ways to measure <laughs> offensive line play. It's probably not the most reliable, but still, if you're first in any of the categories, it has to has to mean something good, right? Yeah. Um, this is one of my like favorite ones. Um, for the 49ers, Christian McCaffrey is averaging eight yards per carry when crossing the line of scrimmage without contact. So anytime he gets at least past the line of scrimmage, he's been getting at least eight yards. Um, most of the time, which is truly crazy. I mean, he led he led the league in both yards before contact and yards after contact, which is he's the first running back to ever do that. Um, the Chiefs are 31st at getting to running backs before the line of scrimmage um, in terms of like their rate um, they do that at. So the, the ground game, like you said, it's truly where the game is going to be won for the 49ers. If they can, which... The Ravens, we haven't talked about it, but they totally abandoned it in that AFC Championship game. They looked like they uh, didn't 
care to do it anymore for whatever reason. It's not like the Chiefs really stopped them that much, but I think Gus Edwards got like six carries, and Lamar looked like he was too scared to run a lot of the game in the first place. So the 49ers' willingness to stick to the run is going to be clearly a big um, factor. Anyway, I, I'm I'm being Agreed. very long-winded right now. Any, any other thoughts before I keep rattling through these? Uh, CMC, absolutely dominant. I said he should be MVP. I think he's going to be the Super Bowl MVP if the 49ers win. He's so crucial to their offense. So this stat makes sense to me. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Chiefs are second in sacks in the entire NFL, um, which wow. is crazy. Yes. The 49ers have given up the six most sacks. Um, Who had the most? The most the Ravens had the most. That makes sense. Okay. Um, they will be missing Charles Omenahu, who just tore his ACL um in this last he's he's been one of their the biggest um factors on the outside applying pressure. But uh they still have some other guys that they can they can bring the house with. Um last one for the 49ers, and I have one more for the Chiefs. Brock Purdy is the most efficient passer against the Blitz um all year long by pretty much every statistical category. The Chiefs blitz the fifth most of any team. They blitz about 38% of the time. That's pretty much what Steve Spagnuolo is known for, their defensive coordinator, uh, disguising coverages, disguising blitzes. So that's going to be a huge key is if Purdy can diagnose those as well as how he handles the pressure when he is blitzed because it will happen. Um, a quick question for you. Do you know this off the top of your head? Maybe you don't. What was like the blitz rate on Brock Purdy over the year? Like, was ten percent of the plays that were played by the defense were they blitzes? Do you do you know that off the top of your head? I don't, but I I can look it up as we uh, as we go along. Okay, I would love to hear that because that would be interesting to me. Because maybe you can be the most efficient passer, especially on like a a smaller sample size. But what if he was getting blitzed at like 35% or something like that? That would be absolutely incredible if you're getting blitzed that high and still being that efficient of a passer. Yeah, I know I know. when I was looking earlier that he was pretty middle of the pack in terms of how often he was blitzed relative to other quarterbacks. Um, at the beginning of the season, he was blitzed a lot, and then teams started to adjust and play him differently. The 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 Giants set an NFL record um, in our Week Four game, I think, with them um, of the number of blitzes that Brock Purdy faced. They they basically just threw the kitchen sink at him almost every play. So and sounds and about think, right. Wink Martin yeah, Martindale was, would do something like that. He's just like we're just not even gonna not even gonna give him a chance, which. He played really well in that game. So I I I I wish I had a prop on my head. I, I failed you. That's okay. If if you felt like he was middle of the pack from your findings, okay. I'm good with that. Um okay, last one. The magic number for this game is twenty one. The Chiefs are undefeated when scoring twenty one points or more, but have lost every single game when not reaching that mark. Well, we talked about this earlier in the year too. Yeah, you gotta get to you gotta get to over twenty. It's the over twenty bowl. Dang. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. It's only so, three Patrick Mahomes scores. Yeah, and the Chiefs have been 
have been um, prone to pretty much only playing one half of football on offense um, for whatever reason. I don't know if, I mean, that Ravens game, do you think it was more of like a conservative approach or do you think the Ravens defense just buckled down? I, I mean, I wanted to talk about this a little bit. Um, I, we're not going to recap what happened in, in the conference rounds, but definitely weird. They scored, I mean, how many yards did Patrick Mahomes even have in the second half? It had to be under 70. Uh, like you. What? It was very few. You're right. Yeah. Uh, so he didn't have a lot of yards in the second half. I, everyone says is maybe it was conservative. I when I watched, I just felt like the Ravens were a much better team in the second half, especially like defensively. They had a couple of turnovers that probably cost them that game. But if you're going to have your team disappear for that much of a game like that's that's kind of scary to think about. Yeah, they they pretty much made all of their money in the first half. And usually, I mean, the Chiefs, their second half defense is particularly very dominant. Um so that's that's honestly, if I'm going to give one key for the 49ers, it's don't find yourself in the hole that you found yourself the last two weeks. Um, you need to get to a hot start. Um, and this time, I think you have the offensive firepower to keep the pedal to the metal. Um, they had a lead in the Super Bowl in, in Super Bowl 54. It was 20 to 10 with 12 minutes left, but they did not have the offense that they could trust. Um, and the chiefs scored 21 points in pretty much seven minutes. So it's going to come down to that. If they can, if they can get it out to a hot start, I'll feel so much better about their chances. Uh, okay. I like that. Get out to a hot start, play hot in the middle and then yep. finish strong and, and then play hot at the end. Yeah. Just okay. do all, all three phases. Um, <laughs> Are we are we done with wacky Super Bowl st or stats or do we want to do we want to run through anecdotes before we do a guy off? Well, let's run through your anecdotes you have here. We we really want to do this guy off. Yes. Um, but so yeah, let's I run through your anecdote anecdotes. But then we're gonna guy off, and it it's gonna be awesome. I think. <laughs> All right. Just a weird anecdote. I was as I was comparing resumes and comparing this Super Bowl, the last MVP, the last time these two teams faced off in the Super Bowl. Do you remember the MVP of that season, twenty nineteen? The MVP of the whole season. Yep, MVP of the twenty nineteen regular season. Oh. Mm -hmm. I thought I asked now. Um, it seems like it would have been Brady. It was Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. Okay. The MVP once again. It is pretty fascinating. The Ravens, the 49ers were right there with the Ravens in that 2019 season as like what people felt like were the best team. Um, they lost at Baltimore um, in a very close one that year. Um, but they were right there. They were the one seed. The So it's fascinating that the Ravens were like the NFL's most dominating team in both regular seasons of these two years the Chiefs and 49ers have met. Um, That's wild. Yeah. Another yeah. anecdote, as I went back, I went back and watched the Chiefs Super Bowl game uh, 
a couple of times, the Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl. Um, Damian Williams should have won MVP in that Super Bowl. It's it's crazy that Damian Williams did not win MVP in that game. He was completely dominant. Um, I can read his, his stats, but Patrick Mahomes did not play well. He threw two really bad interceptions. He had a great throw to Tyreek Hill. And that was about it. But Damian Williams had like 117 yards. I think he had 40 more receiving yards on top of that. And he had two touchdowns as well. So wow. I, I he like forgotten man, but definitely the hero of that game. And also uh, it could have been Sammy Watkins because Sammy Watkins was open 1,000 times because Richard Sherman just tr- truly was was. <laughs> That game was crazy. Richard Sherman was an undercover Seattle Seahawks agent that game. He was un- as good as he was for us that year. He was unbelievably bad in that game. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to speak my piece about that. I looked through the rosters on those teams. Terrell sucks. Forgot he was a Kansas City Chief during that year. I one of don't the- remember that. He was one of the Kansas City Chiefs pass rushers somehow. Um, and I'm just going to put this out there. Terrell Suggs, the 49ers are 0-2 against Terrell Suggs in Super Bowls in my lifetime. So, not great. Um, is he on the Chiefs but, roster? Yeah. Or, or coaching know. staff? Yeah, he is not. He's nowhere to be found. He was on the Ravens. He actually appeared at the Ravens uh, Chiefs Conference Championship game. So Maybe looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> I set you up there. So yeah, no Terrell Suggs on this roster. That makes me feel a lot better. Um, Chris Jones last Super Bowl also could have been Super Bowl MVP. Zero, but zero sacks, three passes defended. I think he batted. It says three passes defended. I think he knocked down seventeen different passes by Jimmy Garoppolo. He just it was insane. I it, like just clubbing every single one. I, that worries me about Brock Purdy because he has a tendency to have. Passes get knocked down and and drives just totally stall. And Chris Jones has the capability to do that again, which terrifies me. Um, we mentioned this earlier, but the 49ers kicked two field goals deep in Chiefs territory. They can't they can't do that again. I don't see that happening this time with the switcheroo of Jimmy Garoppolo and Robbie Gold in the last rule versus now having Brock Purdy. And Jake Moody to where I, I know Purdy is a lot. Oh, go ahead. I would say not only like Purdy Garoppolo, that difference and Moody, like Moody versus Gold, but like just the offensive weapons you have this time around as the 49ers versus last time. I think that probably plays a crucial role too. Yes. Good, great point. For as much talk as there is about the 49ers weapons this year, do you remember? even who the other best receiver was for the 49ers in that year. That's what I was trying to conjure up when we were talking. I was trying to think. So Mostert would have been the running back. Yep. He didn't get hurt in that Super Bowl, right? Ray Ray McLeod is the only name coming to mind, but I don't think it was him. He was, it wasn't him. It was, it was Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, Um, old Emmanuel Sanders. Yes, and he he was great during that season, but he really didn't do much in that Super Bowl. They pretty much used Debo for everything. And you know who else? They used Kyle Juszczyk a lot. 
Kyle Yuschek had like four catches. It should have had two touchdowns. Um, Kittle had a great catch at the end of the half that was wiped out by the softest penalty call of all time as well. But that's um, that's it's it's all right. We're, we've moved. It's in on, the past. It's in the past. <laughs> moved on completely. We're not we're not worried about it anymore at all whatsoever. We're crying over it. Um, okay, both QBs threw two interceptions in that game. Garoppolo and Mahomes um, individually. I do we think like if you had to make a bet, do you it, are Purdy and Mahomes even going to combine for two in this game? It's combine crazy that for two. Yeah, it's crazy that there are four interceptions in that game. That doesn't ha- it doesn't feel like that happens a lot in Super Bowls or in games alone. So the spreads at two. If it's two, I would take the over just because I'm okay. like worst case scenario. I think I push. Yeah. Okay. Well, what if it's it's two and a half? That's where it's tricky for me. I don't know if I take the <laughs> under or over there. Okay. I'm, I'm I probably the take take the under, but I this feels like a Super Bowl where I'm gonna see three interceptions, and one of them's probably gonna be at the end of the game. So yeah, just... that that's kind of what I'm feeling. Yeah. The the Forty ers led the NFL in interceptions this year with Patrick Mahomes, their own none. Um at all so far in this playoffs i i could see yeah none of those happening again unless he's just having to force the issue um 49ers the last two times they've played the chiefs they're of note they are 0 and 3 against patrick mahomes the first one being when jimmy garoppolo uh tore his acl um back in 2018 but they are 0 and 3 and 0 and 2 the last time last two times the 49ers have played the chiefs they had a 10-point lead both times. Ooh. So maybe they don't get off to a hot start. Maybe a slow start, hot in the middle, and finish strong. No, my key is to get off to a 14-point, <laughs> not a 10-point lead. Okay, yeah, that makes a difference. Don't kick a field goal. No 28-3-point to three point leads. You don't want that. No. Um, okay. Those are good anecdotes. Uh. I'm just thinking here, when was the last, did they play during the last presidential election too? And it was Biden versus Trump? As in, in, what do you mean? In, in 20, oh, like the Super Bowl? Yeah, the the last Super Bowl these two played in, it was... Biden versus Trump, basically, that we're going to be the presidential candidates. And this one, we're also going to see Biden versus Trump as presidential candidates. Makes you wonder. Well, question. Where was the last Super Bowl that they played in? I never remember the stadiums. Miami. So both teams traveled east. Yep. Yes. Now one team's yeah. traveling east and one team's traveling west. Yeah. Yep. And it's not good. For the 49ers, that's that. Same time zone as the 49ers, though, so that's a pro. Yeah, in fact, the 49ers might be traveling back home before the Super Bowl because the field is so bad that they get a practice on. But I'm also not going to complain about that. No excuses here. Yeah, you can't blame the field for a loss. That would be like an Eagles fan type thing to do. <laughs> so don't 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 stoop yourself down that low. Would never, especially the, the field they don't even play on, just the practice field that the Chiefs get to be inside and in a in a brand new facility, and the 49ers get to 
college facility outside in the pouring rain, but it's honestly, it's not a big of a deal. Yeah, no, 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 no. It, no I'm no, like no, totally no. fine with it, even though it keeps me up at night. <laughs> I I will say one thing for the Chiefs. I think this will be very interesting because, like we mentioned earlier, the two best offensive coaches. It will be interesting for me to see what Andy Reid whips up and what Kyle Shanahan whips up to to counter Spagnolo and really see what happens. That's going to be like one of the most exciting things for me in this game. Even if the game ends, like Emily said, 17 to 13. Um, yeah. Just so you know, the Patriots have been in two of the lowest scoring games I've ever seen in the Super Bowl, 13 to three and 17 to 14 when they lost to the Giants. Um, so that would be pretty depressing for me to see another low scoring game. But I, I think it'll be so awesome to see these two offensive minds and what they're going to do and how they make changes on the fly to get their players the ball and try to score. So that's that's one of the keys for me is the offense. And I, I personally think Andy Reid has just a slight advantage just because he's been to more Super Bowls. He's, he's uh, coached in so many more games. He, maybe he's not the same guy as Shanahan. Shanahan's such a good scheme guy. But just the experience that Reid has is is very crucial for me in this Super Bowl. Yeah, I think it it goes. It's there's something to be said for the monkey on the back. I mean, it's a real thing. It's been a, 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 the Super Bowl for whatever reason more so than any other sporting event feels like. The monkey on the back truly plagues people, and it's been it was Peyton Manning for a long time. Um, it was Steve Young for an even longer time, and, and it's Kyle Shanahan truly has a monkey on his back. As like he is, go ahead. You have a question? Uh, finish your sentence. I have another comment. Oh, he, I mean, he has changed football as we know it with all of the like, motions, the scheme. Every, every offensive playbook has Shanahan's influence within it in some way or another. And yep. so he, he already is cemented as one of like the greatest NFL minds, but it, it means nothing without a Super Bowl to him, I know. And it's, um, I just, really want it bad for him yes i agreed i love that i do have a question for you um yeah. in what year did the 49ers last win a super bowl 1995 they won the super bowl it was the 1994 season and i was uh negative six months old not born yet okay question who was the head coach for that team and was there any specific wide receiver I'd be looking at on that team? Why do you ask? <laughs> Why do you ask about the Super Bowl or the, the wide receiver? We're talking about some anecdotes, and I'm not talking about Jerry Rice. There were only four wide receivers on that team from my memory. I looked up their roster yeah. just a couple minutes ago. I don't remember the other two, but there was, was Jerry George Rice Seifert. and another one. It was George Seifert was the coach and uh, John Taylor, I believe. Oh, was you're not hitting the guys that I'm I'm trying to hit. Ed McCaffrey. Ed McCaffrey. And who was wasn't there an offensive guy, like an offensive mind on the staff? Like maybe oh, the offensive yeah, maybe, coordinator. Maybe Mike Shanahan. I don't know. Oh wow. Those yeah. two names sound very familiar for the last time the Niners won a Super Bowl. Mike Shanahan and Ed McCaffrey, do they have any relation to these Niners of today? 
you know, they just happen to do uh, do just that because the best player in the NFL's last name is McCaffrey, and he's coached by the uh, the San Francisco 49ers coach, Kyle Shannon. So, yeah. So the sons of these guys are now trying to win a Super Bowl together. Truly, truly that is the case, and it would be the second time a father-son tandem, I think, I think the status I was the second time both a father and a son have won a Super Bowl. Really? So that's that's yeah, so Ed McCaffrey and and Christian McCaffrey. That doesn't include the Shanahan connection, but you know, the more Who I Who are the other ones? No, this would be Oh, yeah, no, this is the other one. This might be the first time. I don't I think I got the stat wrong. Let me look. Regardless, all I can think about is like why did it take Kyle Shanahan so long to go get Christian McCaffrey? I don't know. I have no he, idea. I can't tell you. It's truly like the greatest match of like talent and um work I, ethic. Well, yeah, yeah, and just and just like what Shanahan is able to do. I read an article today. Shout out the Ringer for a good reason today. It was written by Benjamin Solak, but. It, it it talked about how Kyle Shanahan built the NFL upon play action scheme and how he's actually completely gone away from that scheme. And we don't run much play action anymore. I think we're one of the, the last teams in the league in terms of play action because now he just runs motions that accomplish those play action benefits because he has Christian McCaffrey. And it just, it just is like, man, I, I, what he was able to do with, um, guys like Elijah Mitchell and Raheem Mostert. It, it's crazy. He never was like, man, I should get a guy that can just do actually everything besides just running the ball. So I'm just glad he's on my team is all I'll say. I, I think for a time people thought the running back market was dropping too. So yeah, it was it like, matter. yeah, it didn't matter. But now it kind of seems like the running backs having a resurgence. I found the stat that uh, that we were alluding to and – if the 49ers defeat the Chiefs, Ed and Christian will become just the second father-son duo to win Super Bowl titles with the same team. With the same team, okay. Steve Diossi and Zach Diossi are the only other father-son oh. duo to do so, winning with the New York Giants. Duh, uh, uh, the Diossis. How can we, how can we Of course, that? of course. How do we miss that? You, I've... I've played a lot. Of, we've played a lot of Madden Egg. How we've never come across that name is crazy. I'm looking up who these guys are right now. <laughs> they don't. They're not real people. That's not a real Zach person. Yossi. That's a that's an auto-generated <clears throat> name. He was taken in the 2007 NFL draft as a linebacker for the Giants. Games played 200 total tackles, 87. So I'm sure I saw him play at some point, but. Obviously never stuck out. What was his dad's name? Steve. Steve. Oh, yeah. Good old Steve. You should have oh. known that one. Steve Diossi. Oh, he looks like a better player. Uh, he jumped around, it looks like. Played for the Cowboys, Giants, Jets, and Patriots. I don't Went even to know Boston his College. name, so I can't even find him. Hmm. Okay. So we're looking at a potential father-son duo winning another Super Bowl. Right, we are. Right, we are. Huh. 
that was my anecdote. Are you ready to to get these guy off, to do a guy off? <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm ready to to get these these do these guy offs. Uh, did, <clears throat> are we doing both teams, or you want me to take I, the Chiefs? No, we have to. I think we're we're treating this as a that there's a every player's a free agent in this game, and I say we go about let's go about seven. We'll see how we get at about seven players deep each. Okay. Does that, does that sound good? And we'll go, well, we won't do snake. So we'll just alternate, but, um, alternate. Yep. Okay. Let me flip a coin heads. You go first tells I go first. And, and it's in a vacuum. It's not like you say, if, if I took say, I took the quarterback first that you would wait to take your quarterback. Cause you no. already have, you're just taking. Yeah. And you can also take two quarterbacks for example. Okay. Heads, one one, you go. Okay. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. I mean, there's just it's not yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that's a no-brainer. Easiest one. I'm taking McCaffrey. Okay. I've been thinking about this for like a week straight, and I still am struggling right here because I thought that's how it would go. Um I'm taking Trent Williams. Oh, that was insane. Oh, crap. <laughs> I'll take Kelsey. Okay, I'll take Kelsey. Okay, we need to, we got to write these down. We got to keep keep track of this. Okay. Um Here, you want me to write it? I got it. Okay, I'll I'll keep my team. Okay, so you've got you got McCaffrey and Kelsey. <laughs> See, this is where it gets There's truly so many Great players in this game. It's crazy. Um, I'm going to go Nick Bosa. Ooh, good, good choice. Oh, Nicky Bosa. That was a great choice. I was hoping you'd go use check there. Just, uh, it's right there. <laughs> I'm going to go Chris Jones. Yeah. Yeah, he, I was I was thinking about him as well. Um, okay, so we've got I think we have three Niners, three Chiefs so far. Yeah, I'm going to go with Debo Samuel. <laughs> That's twice <laughs> now. This is really hard. This is honestly really hard. This guy off. <laughs> I I have a guy in mind here. I I'm gonna save him for my next pick. Hopefully, I'm I'm gonna go Ayuk. Okay. Yeah, I'll take Kittle. Okay, good. I like that pick for you. Oh. I'm gonna take Trent McDuffie. Okay, slot corner. I think All one of the most important players on, on that defense you go mcduffie over sneed i i just personally think mcduffie in the slot is the number one slot corner in my opinion right now yeah and so yeah i'm I'm taking mcduffie you know and honestly with sneed it's like if the if the refs decide to actually call pass interferences sneed is a much worse player so yeah um Okay, so we're we got five players each. I think there's is there four Chiefs now and six Niners? 
Yeah, and this is this is a lot harder spot for me. Now I've got to start digging deep. Uh, you're gonna start looking up rosters. Um Ravens. I'm gonna start pulling out Ravens. <laughs> just gonna free souls. <laughs> just go to old old Chiefs. Harrison Butker. Um, yeah. Okay. And we're not I'm are we going, taking guys that are I'm injured? Going, I'm going. I could have taken this guy over who I took last, but I'm taking Fred Warner. Yeah, good call. Frederico, the Fredator. I Best I already I like my defense. I already have enough defensive players, and I want to build out my offense a little better. I'm going Pacheco. Okay. Hard running back. I'm taking Charvarius Ward. I think he's the next best um, player in this game. I think he's arguably the best corner in this game, too. Okay. Arguably. I might have already taken a corner. All pro. <laughs> you just put Mooney? Yeah, Mooney, also an all pro. Uh, and former chief. He's got the intel. Won a Super Bowl against the 49ers with the Chiefs. Uh, so badly want to take Chase Young. Take him. Colton McKivitz, he's right there. Right tackle. I'm only going <laughs> to get blown by seven times this game. Here's the thing. If you're I take this... Yeah, you're just taking the best player. Like, it doesn't have, doesn't matter fit or what you need. It's just who's the or next injury. Or injury, right? Well, yeah, they can't be injured. Okay. This pick may be controversial. I'm going Butker. No, it's not controversial. Well, it is the Chiefs fans because Chiefs fans are convinced he's terrible. Um, oh, he's incredible. Yeah, he's he's Mister Reliable by by my standard. I mean, he, you can run him out for like pretty much any extra point, pretty much any field goal under fifty, and I feel like it's a guaranteed point. Yeah, so like with a guy uh, as a guy who has a rookie kicker as my current kicker, yeah, I I've floated out the idea of putting a GoFundMe together to get Robbie Gold just for this game. Um, <laughs> how much longer? How much longer can we go? I think we got we got six players each. Seven. I, we got. Seven I think I could each. go eight. I think I. Okay. I think. Oh, All right. we have seven already. Yeah, but I. But I will. I'll go. I could go I'll nine. Go. Ten. All right. Let's Should we nine. go to ten? Go to ten. <laughs> okay, ten. I like it. Okay, I'm gonna go. I think the next best player in this game. Um, is Rasheed Rice. Okay. You needed to build out your offense a little bit. <laughs> I got plenty of weapons, but I think Rasheed Rice is, is, is right there. Okay. I, this is hard because I think definitely if he was on the New York Jets, I wouldn't be taking him. But mm. because of the fit with the Niners, I am going to take big guy Brock. Yeah, I think I would have taken I think I should have taken Brock earlier. Yeah, I think so, but whatever. That's fine. Yeah, I think I I think I like Brock cuz cuz Brock isn't there's stuff going around that he's not even the 10th best player on his team. He's he's definitely like a 6th or 7th best player. That 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 wasn't that was that wasn't great by me, I'm not going to lie. Um quarterbacks are like they're the most important position. So well, if you're like and they just are, 
got judged more differently than any. So yeah, if yeah. I had to do it over, I'd probably take Brock before Mooney. Okay. Yeah. And Rice. And Fred Warner? Oh, okay. Fred okay. Warner. Fred Warner is is it's hard because like honestly, I think I forgot about Brock because I had my home started. So Yeah. Oh, understandable. <laughs> um, okay. This is a, this is another tough one because there's a lot of guys I, I want to pick between, but but I'm gonna go with um, he hasn't made as big of a difference as I would like, but I think in a vacuum he is a very good player, um, and that's Eric Armstead. Okay. As good as there is against the run, also had one of his best years in terms of sacks until he uh until he had plantar fasciitis and went down. So I'm taking Armstead. I'm taking a guy I like more on uh, the Niners defense than Eric Armstead personally, and that's Dre Greenlaw. Mm, big play Dre. Big play Dre. Yeah, you may not get always the most consistency out of him, but you're going to get a good big play out of him. Oh, you're getting big plays. You're getting an automatic 15-yard unsportsmanlike penalty. I'll take that. <laughs> every single game, but you know what? He's got the heart. Um, Kyle Juszczyk give me juice that's your 10th pick <laughs> yeah he, he's he's like as, as McCaffrey is the stir oh I always get this phrase wrong he's the straw that stirs the drink Kyle Juszczyk is the glass that the straw goes in that holds the water like everything to them they, they can do um, everything versatility wise and disguise everything offensively because Kyle Juszczyk can play every position on the field and is that good? Yeah, he's incredible. He was going to be my tenth pick. Okay. Ah, <sighs> this this leaves me in a really awkward position. Joe Tooney. Joe Tooney's hurt, and he would be in my top ten for sure. Okay, but he's hurt. Potentially could play, but I'm not going to throw him in there because he potentially doesn't play too. I'm going to go with. Oh, this is so hard. Creed Humphrey's up there for me. He's not my guy, though. Tony. <laughs> Kadarius Tony, number one. I already took. I already took him one, right? Yep. Okay. Okay. I think. I'm going to go, and, and this is controversial because the, the Chiefs linebackers, it feels like a lot of them are the same. I personally think Willie Gay. Yeah, I was thinking about them, him or Orr. Mm. Yep. I know, I'm torn between those two. But I I personally think Willie Gay is just slightly more crucial for the Chiefs. So I'm going to go Willie Gay. Okay. That's 10. Why don't you read off that your is... 10 and I'll read off my 10. Okay. I'm realizing uh, I've got a lot of Niners. Got a lot of Niners. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's going to happen. The Niners have probably overall the better roster. That's what, that's what I wanted to try to see is like where, like if we're, if we're drafting a team, um, who, yeah, who are the guys taken first from this game? Who are the most important players? Who are the best players? All right, so I have Mahomes, 
Trent Williams, Nick Bosa, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Fred Warner. I want to asterisk that I wanted Brock Purdy here, but I took Mooney Ward, uh, Rasheed Rice, Eric Armstead, Kyle Ustrick. You have two Chiefs players? Yeah, two, two Chiefs. Two Chiefs out of ten. Okay. I, I took CMC, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Brandon Ayuk, Trent McDuffie, Isaiah Pacheco, Butker, Brock Purdy, Dre Greenlaw, and Willie Gay. Six okay, so Chiefs, took, I think. So there were eight Chiefs out of 20 total players. Yeah. Okay. Which, um, it, I don't know. In the first three picks, or the, yeah, the first three rounds, it was all squared. Um, and then within the first five rounds, um, it was seven Niners. No. It, it, yes. Uh, six Niners, four Chiefs. Yes. Six Niners, four Chiefs. Okay. Thank you, accounting. There you go. Um, I don't know what this accomplished other than that. Um, I, I'm undervaluing Brock Purdy. That's all it <laughs> Other than these teams are pretty stacked. Like, they're good teams. Yeah, the fact that we could go 10 rounds and then get, like, one of the most important players in the Chiefs defense and also, like, an eight-time all-pro player in Kyle Juszczyk. Eric Armstead, I, I will admit, was the, the shock of the, the night for me. Yeah, I, I could have gone Javon um, Hargrave, too. Yeah. Because he's very good on the defensive line. But at the same time... Um, he hasn't had the impact I think Niners fans have wanted. The defensive line's been kind of a disappointment this last half of the season. So, but I, I, I felt like, um, yeah, I, I probably could have gone use check even over Armstead. Okay. Um, only no one, one offensive lineman selected. Yeah, Joe Tooney would have been in my place for Willie Gay. And Creed Humphrey probably, he probably could have got selected. Yeah, he, he Creed Humphrey's a fringe guy. I just went Willie Gay. I think he's a little more impactful than Creed Humphrey. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like it. I love it. That's Super Bowl talk. It, we're we're probably one of the last people talking about the Super Bowl in terms of podcasts. This is great. You're getting the the final thing you need to listen to right here. You're getting it all. So make sure you listened. <laughs> you're, at, you're at this point and you haven't listened there's something wrong with you Mate, just glad you didn't skip forward um scooter let's let's end this one let's end it with our shout outs i don't know if you have any shout outs ready i have a shout out ready i do okay i'll lead us and then you finish us off i'm gonna shout out to give oh Freak, I forgot we didn't give predictions yet. Give them at the end. No, let's give predictions and then a shout out. I completely forgot we we didn't do predictions. Okay. Let's do it. Let's okay. give it. Go ahead. Me? Okay. I'm going to say it, if I had to bet on this, I I don't hope this is what happens. If I had to be a betting man, I would bet 28. 27 Chiefs. 49ers <laughs> miss a two-point conversion to win the game. We're going for two at the end of the game? Heck yeah. 
Okay, scratch scratch our answers to Emily earlier. That's the worst way to lose. Ballsy. You got to go balls to the wall to beat Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my gosh. Put me in overtime, at least. I don't want the season to end like that. Okay. But okay. that's my guess. Hey. I have a guess I want to guess. I think on paper, this this game is and I'm assuming Patrick Mahomes wins your MVP. Uh nope. Travis Kelsey. Nope. Project- Taylor Swift, of course. Okay. Okay. There it is. Wins um, a Super Bowl in her rookie season. Yeah. Has to win the MVP. She just that's just so unfair to all NFL fans who her first season she just already gets to be in the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Regardless. I, in my heart of hearts, feel like this game is a reverse of last last time these two teams meet, and the 49ers win 31 to 20. But knowing, yeah, knowing that like the the that 21 is the magic number for the uh the, the Kansas City Chiefs, but knowing who is playing quarterback for them and how they are never truly out of the game. It it kind of feels like it's it just feels like it's gonna be way closer. Like on paper, we kind of have talked about it. the matchups. This game should be very good. Um and I think for that reason it's going to be 27 to 24 49ers. Both of us hit the yeah. over. Yes, squeaked out the over. That's all that matters. Both of us hit the over. Yeah. Smashing it's the true. over. It's true. Hmm. Okay. Good predictions. It will be really interesting to see what happens. I don't. I have no idea what's going to happen. It it could go either way. There could be a blowout. There. This game could be so close, and I wouldn't be shocked by either way for both teams. To be honest. So I just I just need America to know that like the Chiefs have done this thing enough times. They've they've won it enough times. Patrick Mahomes is going to continue to win. This 49ers team, they've been through the freaking mud. They have been in the absolute depths. Uh, the year after they made that Super Bowl, the whole entire world crumbled upon them. Not just not just the world actually crumbling, but Nick Bosa tearing his ACL, George Kittle getting hurt, Brad Warren Jimmy getting, G hurt, getting hurt. G getting hurt multiple times. They had to trade up in the draft and took like maybe the biggest bust of all time with three first round draft picks. And they're now here with maybe one of the greatest stories at quarterback truly of, of this century and it's football and things are too weird to ever predict that the 49ers will be back here again soon. Um, Especially knowing how low the roster is and how much they'll need to pay a lot of these guys. I think they'll have a chance to get back next year, but this team, this is for all the people who don't even remember who Patrick Willis is or Frank Gore is. Like those, those teams always deserved a Super Bowl in my eyes. Um, and now, no, Patrick Willis can't even make it into the Hall of Fame now because he didn't win a Super Bowl um, in those three years. And he was, he was without a doubt the best, the best linebacker in the NFL for many years running. And no one really remembers who you are until you win a Super Bowl for some reason. Um, and I just, 
I just need it to happen. I just need the people to, to realize how important this is for these 49ers to win the Super Bowl. So there you have it. There's your heartfelt speech to try to sway people to vote for the 49ers. Cheer for the 49ers. They need all the good vibes, apparently, according to that last speech. So I love it. You're you're feeling it. You're really in your feels right now. Thanks, Scooter, for that. It was great. Let's end. Let's end this with our shout-outs. This was a great podcast. A lot went on. There was a lot that went into this. A lot of stats. A lot of good in- takes from Emily. A, really a lot that happened so let's let's finish on a soft note my shout out this week is fifa they announced mm-hmm. where the 2026 world cup will be uh the the final will be held i thought it was going to be in either kansas city or la uh it is actually in new jersey at metlife stadium but the thing i want to talk about is fifa has a contract where uh any non-fifa names on stadiums they cannot call the stadiums that name so metlife stadium will not be metlife uh hard rock stadium will not be hard rock it will be uh miami stadium uh i'm trying to think of some of the other places new jersey stadium well no it's not new jersey stadium this is the final oh it's atlanta stadium the final oh. is going to be played at the New York, New Jersey Stadium. That is the name of the stadium for the final. And MetLife historically historically known for being really easy on um, football players like Ankles and Achilles. Like, of course, the most expensive uh, Achilles and Ankles in the world. Nothing's going to happen to them there, right? <clears throat> It's still, it's still hard. That's where, um, but yeah, the 49ers had back-to-back plays where they had players tear the ACL on that field. Um, and then they had to play there the very next week. And another guy, we had two high ankle springs in that game. Sounds so, yeah, about right. That, that field is, is truly as bad as it gets. And I've heard they're going to roll in. They're going to do grass for it. Yeah, I don't, they are, they're going to change, change it out for grass. I don't know if that doesn't helps, matter. To be honest. It's cursed at either yeah. way. They could, yeah. But maybe changing the name to to something like New York, New Jersey, that just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Why would you have the final at a place that the stadium is like six six words, five words? That's horrible. Here we are at New York, New Jersey. <laughs> the New York, New Jersey stadium of the final for the FIFA final. Here we are. It is Belgium versus San Marino. Never San Marino. Um, is the the quarterback for um both the Jets and the Giants going to be? Is the quarterback? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whatever your question is, sure. No, I don't think it. I think I don't think the answer is yes. Um. Oh. In twenty twenty six, when this is played. That's when it's being played, right? Mm-hmm. Will the will the court is the quarterback of the New York Jets and New York Giants? Are they currently in the league? By twenty. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. They're currently in the league for both teams. Ooh. Hold on. You're thinking Daniel Jones for the Giants, though. No, He's I'm thinking contract. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking the Giants probably get a new quarterback now, but the Jets probably have some veteran they bring in 
Aaron Rodgers still just dragging his Achilles out there. Probably Kirk Cousins. They'll probably bring Kirk in for one final season then. I think it's Favre. I think Favre, that's that was the trick question. He's not in the league. It's Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a great question. If I had to say both teams, I would say no. If I say Jets, yes. Giants, no. Okay. There we go. Favre to the Giants. Like There we go. I truly can't wait. It's going to be fun to have the World Cup here. I'm saving up as much money as I can to go to as many games. I'm so excited. All right. There we go. So excited. Um, sad shout out for me. Uh, a neighbor of mine who uh, I grew up across the street from just so happened to be uh, an NBA player, one of the best NBA players of all time, uh, Scott Pollard. You may not have heard of him, but he is one of the best NBA players of all time. Kansas Jayhawk uh, went on Survivor, the TV show Survivor, at one point for one season. Mm -hmm. um, he is in need of a heart transplant. So very sad news. Um, thoughts and prayers to him. Was a, honestly a great neighbor. Uh, would sit and, at, sit and talk to me about all of my questions about guarding Dirk Nowitzki and guarding Chris, Chris Weber and guarding – All of those guys, like he probably just had to listen to the most annoying questions from five-year-old me all the time, but he was so gracious What? about it. He, um, yeah, has, has, has to get a heart transplant. Unfortunately, there's not hearts big enough, um, really, for what he needs. He's a gigantic human being. Um, so shout out to him. Truly an amazing human being um, and hope that he gets what he, um, what he needs and um we'll be at, we'll be thinking of so wow i so scott pollard originally from murray i'm guessing he moved to kansas did he play at oklahoma or did he play at kansas i can't remember now played at kansas um grew up a member of the church that's what i was i remember watching this season of survivor and yeah. i had to look him up because he i i feel like he mentioned something about being a member of the church and that's crazy i did not know that He was your neighbor. That's wild. Yep. Grew up across the street. Um, only lived there about six months of the year because of the NBA season. But he was playing for the the Sacramento Kings predominantly when he was there. And I was a huge Mike Bibby fan because of it and loved Mike Bibby and Chris Weber and Doug Christie and Tasia, all those guys. So I honestly, yeah, he truly one of the the nicest people ever. Also has one of the funniest all-time YouTube clips um, where he tells kids to do drugs uh, <laughs> on the bench. On the bench, <laughs> just bans them, and he just says, "Hey, kids, do drugs." <laughs> no way, that's hilarious. Yeah, so truly, like he was honestly like the Brian Scalabrini and Chris Birdman Anderson before those guys really existed. Just like. a true NBA character, but also just like one of the nicest human beings, gentle giant. Um, so, yeah. Um, even on Survivor, he was like one of the nicest guys. It, it was the 32nd season. It's on Netflix if you want to watch it. Um, he was like one of the nicest guys. Also ultra competitive, which was super awesome to see like both of those combined, right? So yes. great shout out. Hopefully, Scott, something happens for good old Scott Pollard. I, I Best wishes coming from the Dual Threat podcast for sure. On fact, it's it's why I'm named Scott. It's not. It's not. Oh. <laughs>
he's just he just got with one T too. So wow. um but yeah. So thoughts and prayers to him. Thoughts and prayers to the San Francisco 49ers this week. Wow. They can get um a W. Okay. Well, great. That was a great podcast. Thank you everyone for joining in with us. Uh Hopefully you have a good Super Bowl party. Whether you're a fan of football or not, hopefully you have a great Super Bowl party. And we'll check you next time on the Dual Threat Podcast. See ya.